ever since you made the journey over to Dusseldorf. Yeah, for sure, at least two months, maybe three, somewhere in there. Yeah. Feels good we to be back, you. though. Dude, I've missed but, y'all. Uh, give, give the condiments a, a, little, a little update on your life here. What's been going on? Well, everything's still shut down, so that sucks, but um, we still find ways to make do. We had a party two weeks ago, and the cops busted it but didn't find everyone that was out on the, the patio they only found the girls inside dancing which it was only three so they just said to keep the noise down and then the rest of us piled in which there was only five of us you're getting trouble smokers yeah smoking of course and apparently if you get in trouble it's like a six thousand dollar fine Ooh. so we avoided that narrowly that's good somehow um but yeah so i'm going to a different party tonight so hopefully oh, nice. it doesn't get busted. So um, I see that you've learned your lesson. Yeah. <laughs> so they is take it- COVID so seriously, and I feel very American because yeah. I don't. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's going good, you know. It's not bad. The job is solid, obviously, the most important thing. So that's good. Um, I'm definitely ready to get some traveling and stuff done, but I've been saving so much money that it's like, Hell you yeah. know, if it's shitty out and there's nowhere to go anyways until it gets warm, it's like I'll just keep banking and hopefully it opens up in April. That would be ideal. I just nice. bought a bunch of home gym shit, so I got cool. everything I need right now. Yeah. Did uh, I have to ask? I've seen some of the photos you've been posting on like Snapchat and your and stuff. Did, did you get a new phone? Because last I saw you in America, you had like an iPhone four, which I know doesn't take that quality photos you were posting. Yeah, so I had to get a new phone because I had to get a new number, which was a bit of a fiasco. But turns out having an Apple account makes everything way easier. So both numbers are linked to the same Apple account, which so all my communication through with Apple people is interchangeable, which is great. And yeah, I did get a new phone, and I like it's so noticeable. The difference is hilarious. <laughs> I got I got an iPhone, like the newest phone, but not the Pro or whatever. And the guy was like, well, if you just spend a little bit more, you can get the Pro. I was like, bro, look at my phone. Like, getting the iPhone 12 is like stepping into a goddamn time machine. (laughs) (laughs) I don't need the the Pro. I don't need a third camera. Having two is hilarious. Classic salesman tactic. Always trying to upsell. It's like he's got the sale made, but it's never good enough. Right? So he went for the upsell. It didn't work. We both had a laugh of, of how old my phone was. So this is my third iPhone in a decade. That's nuts. That's pretty impressive considering they come out with new ones every year. Okay, speaking of – I've never broken one either, so that's even better. 
Speaking of the Pro, have you guys seen the newest commercial for the iPhone, whatever number they're on, Pro? Is that the, like, 8K one? Yeah, where 4K? they're filming, they're, like, showing people filming movies, filming movies and, and stuff. stuff. Oh, like, you yes. Can, you yes. can do this on your iPhone, and it's like, okay, you can do this in on your iPhone if you're also spending thousands of dollars on the equipment that these people are using. Right. They're showing people with it rigged up on a car, like, on, a, like, a little... Uh, contraption where they're moving the camera. It's like, okay, you can only do this on an iPhone if you still have access to all the other high quality video production equipment. So yeah, and Apple. Like, we have that too for ten thousand dollars, right? And you can buy like actual camera accessories for your iPhone, which I'm sure right. they had. So, oh yeah, yeah, you're not tricking anybody. Apple. Although they, I, the iPhone 12 is amazing, though. I'm not gonna lie. Oh yeah. Well, it's funny. When I, whenever I've talked to Ben, friend of the show, Ben Halen, about he does photography as his trade. Whenever I like message him about getting a good camera video, he's he always just says, "Just you should just get the newest iPhone. Like it's good enough for what you would need it for and everything." But he also gives me shitty advice a lot. So whatever, Ben. He's <laughs> <laughs> probably just trying to sabotage me. Whatever. Guys, I got an air fryer yesterday. Have you, you did make it yet? Uh-huh. Not yet. I'm about to shit up today, big time. I'm gonna make chicken tenders. I'm gonna make some mozzarella sticks. Oh, I'm make some fried that's like the pickles. The number one thing for air fryers I've heard. Mozz yeah, sticks. I'm going straight like combo platter at a restaurant. It's gonna be great. Plus, oh, yeah. when we get snowed in, so I'm just gonna eat fried air fried food. It's gonna be great. Dude, just eat that air fry awesome. that shit. You got some open pit on hand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited, too, because Alyssa's been asking me what I wanted for my birthday for a couple weeks, and I I just – I'm at the age, I feel like, for one, I don't care about That's birthday What do you want for your birthday? Uh, Panko breadcrumbs? (laughs) (laughs) Those would be useful now. (laughs) I like where your head's at. But – Tempura flakes? (laughs) Oh, tempura flakes. (laughs) Basically, I thought about it for a week. I was like, what is something that I don't have? That For one, that I need, because there's a lot of stuff that I want, but I don't need it. And then it's like, I need an air fryer. I just, I've heard so many people talk about it. So I have one now. I'm becoming an insufferable douche and air fry everything. But all right. Whatever. Sounds 2021. Amazing. All right. Let's, let's jump in. We got some stuff we do want to talk about since it's been a while. Starting. We have our Super Bowl 55 matchup featuring some familiar faces, although one on a new team. We've got the defending champs, the Kansas City Chiefs, returning to defend their title. Trying Patrick Mahomes trying to dethrone Tom Brady, who left the Patriots, went to the Bucks, and still made the Super Bowl. And now they become the first team to ever play in their home stadium for a chance at the Super Bowl. And pick your stat. There were hundreds of insane Tom Brady stats that came out in the past few weeks. But this is our matchup. It feels like fate. Why I wanted to bring up, Tony Romo said yesterday, I wanted to see what you guys thought about this opinion, that if Mahomes loses this Super Bowl to Brady head-to-head, then nothing he can do for the rest of his career will surpass what Brady did in his career. Do you guys think that's a valid thought? 
No. No. Not a chance. Could, I don't could, think so he either. Could, he could win more Super Bowls. That's I, true. I mean, that's, 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 that's the that, big one, right? Yeah. By I, that definition, then Tom isn't a better quarterback than Eli because Eli's beat him twice. Right. And we know that's <laughs> not the case. So, Romo, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't really agree with that, um, especially uh, like people people throwing Mahomes into the greatest quarterback of all time conversation. If he tore his ACL and it got ruptured into a million pieces tomorrow, you wouldn't hear his name in thirty years. No, ever. Right. Like it, it's uh, just. I still think he, he wouldn't be the greatest, but he, what he's done in this short amount of time, like that, would still be talked about for. He yes, a, he would but he'd, he'd be a, a Derrick Rose case. Oh, right. yes. he would have been amazing. Right. It, would change, it would change the conversation for sure. But it's not like yes. he would just go off into obscurity. Yeah, no, but, but he, he would, would be in the conversation for the, in the best. conversation of greatest all time. Like right. he yeah. would not be within Considered the top five. The great, for correct. Sure, or 10. Yeah. So right. my so that whole argument, um, like it's just way too early. Like to say anything, if he loses a head-to-head Super Bowl against Tom Brady, like to say that there's no way he could ever surpass that, I just think is ridiculous. What if he doubled Tom Brady's Super Bowls? Well, here's the like, thing. I, I, <laughs> I know that's an that's absurd thing And, and obviously the play. obvious answer here is that's that the one he, he can win more Super Bowls than Brady, and that's how he could surpass him. But you just look at what Brady has done. It's kind of inhuman what he's been able to do in the course of his career. And losing a head-to-head will give Brady seven, so it makes it one more Super Bowl Mahomes would have to try and climb over to get him. And and the interesting aspect, I think, of it is we have what debate is had in sports more than any debate, LeBron versus Jordan. But there's right. no way to settle it because they never cross, you know, crossed eras. Here we have an opportunity, actually, to – who most people consider the GOAT and the potential heir to the throne have an opportunity to play head-to-head. And I just think – from a, from a legacy standpoint, if Tom Brady in his 40, you know, year or age 43 season, his 20, 20th season or 19th season as a starter in the NFL, takes out Mahomes and the Chiefs in their prime, I can see what he means, how it would be harder to make the argument unless Mahomes wins nine Super Bowls or something like that. But I just think the head-to-head aspect, it's it's interesting in the in the sense that We've never had it up because no one's ever played long enough to go into the next era and still be competitive. It's not like it hasn't happened. Brady's the first person to ever be competitive and even better than the people that are supposed to be the heirs to his realm. It's so terrible, but it, but, it but is if, a really good Super Bowl match. If Mahomes I mean, wins the nine, then he's better. I mean, yeah, uh, if he wins more, but that's obviously a tall ask. But to say there's nothing that could be done is obviously not right. But it is a solid matchup. It's the greatest all time versus the greatest right now. So yep. from that aspect, it's going to be it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm the NFL of seeing Tom Brady's for face a better, for a better yeah. matchup. We're I mean, also a, right. a Matt Flynn boner decision away from not even talking about this. Matt, because Matt Lafleur, Matt Lafleur, sorry, Matt Flynn, second <laughs> greatest statistical Packers quarterback of all time <laughs> ever. <laughs> He the wishes he was Matt lie. Flynn. The numbers don't lie. Okay, <laughs> so don't lie. we just talked about how if, if Mahomes like tore his ACL, it totally changes the conversation around him. If I think he's been so good though in his career, 
if Mahomes wins, like if he were to win a second Super Bowl this year, he's after, going to next week. If he wins his second Super Bowl next week, and all the numbers he's put up, all the historic numbers, and based on some of the numbers of the guys who are in the Hall of Fame, based on the time period they played in. If he retired after this season, just went out into the sunset, do you think he would be a Hall of Fame player? Or is it still no. too not enough time? I, I don't no. think so. I, I just it's think just, it's he, too short. Yeah. yeah, it's way too short. He needs to just accumulate more numbers. That's the problem. He like, would be he, a Hall know. of Fame caliber player. He wouldn't make it into the Hall of Fame. Actually, right. some he has dumbasses less, would vote him in, but I, he wouldn't. I honestly think he, he would make the Hall of Fame because he has two Super Bowls, probably two Super Bowl MVPs, a regular season MVP, and maybe the numbers don't stack there, but the, tra- the trajectory in which his career was on, like the average per season numbers would be insane he just wouldn't have the cumulative numbers of he wouldn't have the career. he wouldn't have the longevity but that's the whole thing. That you have to out. have you have to at least have a little longevity to be in the hall of fame it's hall of fame Agreed. career so like the trajectory is there and his per season numbers are insane obviously they're madness but it's like if you don't compile like for a great a great quarterback i would say like what's the number Forty thousand yards or something like forty thousand yards and I don't even know how many 300 touchdown passes or something. I don't know, but you have to hit like certain benchmarks to be a hall of fame caliber player. He's obviously on schedule, but if you retired, I don't think so. Jim, I, I like no, that so hall of fame caliber, but not in the hall of fame. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it would be an unprecedented thing. Um, you kind of liken it to um, like an Andrew Luck or Derek Rose is a great comparison to where Andrew Luck had all the skill in the world. Like yep. kind of and the intelligence was supposed to be that next generation quarterback, kind of the bridge between, you know, the Brady breeze. And then now this Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes group, he was that middle ground right. and then up and retired. And I know he didn't win a Super Bowl or anything like that, but I mean, his stats were through the roof, not, not Mahomes esque, but you know, really good. And then you have Derek Rose who won an MVP, didn't win any championships. And he's likely going to be the only MVP winner to not make the, make hall, the of fame, hall of fame. Yep. Which is yep. wild, but, See, I, but I just, I just don't think but, Mahomes yet has that longevity where Derek Rose potentially could have had the longevity had he not started tearing his knees left and right. And now we're having that conversation. of if. i just look at it though as like as long as there's no minimum benchmark to how many seasons must be played to be considered for the hall of fame then the job of the hall of fame is to consider the career at hand and let's say uh, this is like the most long shot thing ever he's not going to retire after this year Mahomes is going to play excuse me for like, like 10 more years plus but if he were to retire and all we had to look at were these five seasons of play, like let's think, for example, Gail Sayers is in the Hall of Fame, but he only played eight seasons or something like that. He had a really short career because of injury. So there's like a good example. of, And his teams all suck. But he got in because his per-game numbers were great. And obviously people who saw him play knew the impact that he had on the game. And I just think if it were the case – that it would be the Hall of Fame's responsibility to look at the five seasons at hand and think if two Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs. This is his, what, third season starting, right? This is – you're right, third season. So four, yeah. 
four seasons, four, three four seasons, starter. third year starting. Yeah. So in three seasons as a starter, two Super Bowls, two Super Bowl MVPs, an MVP, and fastest to 100 touchdowns, fastest to however many yards. So I agree to your guys' point that part of it is longevity, but if he were to make that insane decision, it would be it would really press like the qualifications of the Hall of Fame because, like I said, I think it would be their responsibility to judge his career for what it was and not take into factor, well, he didn't play 10 seasons. Well, what if he played 10 seasons in the last five, he sucked and he knocked himself off that throne for the five or three I seasons. I think that's had. the point of taking a whole career's worth of right. work. What I'm saying is career is relevant to how many years the player plays. So if Mahomes retires, his career was three seasons. But what he did in three seasons, most guys in the Hall of Fame didn't do over 20 or 10 or 15 seasons. I still so, don't think he's getting in, though. Okay, so what if you – this is time. just a hypothetical situation. What well, if it's you all have, hypothetical. Right. What if you have a rookie come in, rush for over 2,000 yards, break um, single-season rushing touchdown, win a Super Bowl, win a Super Bowl MVP. He decides that, you know what, this one year I got my payday – I don't want to get hurt the rest of my career. I'm retiring tomorrow after I win the Super Bowl. If he broke every single season record for one year and then just decided to up and quit, would he be a Hall of Famer? Hall of Fame career, in my mind. (laughs) (laughs) That's his career. He played one season. He broke every record. He won a Super Bowl, Super Bowl MVP, MVP. Put that man in the damn hall, or put the season. I feel in the like hall. I feel like that's not like a career. That's like you know, hall that's like season. you had the greatest season ever, right? It's not really a career. I feel like for it to be a career, it has to be like at least five you, years. I tell you, like, what. this is like this is like not a normal man's career to, but this is like you know what? He dominated. He liked he liked making money at this job, but he didn't love the job, so he just walked away and changed the trajectory and started flipping burgers at McDonald's instead, man. It's not a career. It's just like a pivot of a job for him. He's like, I didn't like that job. That's not my career. Yeah. Which is why I think you have to take longevity into account when talking about Hall of Famers. It's not even longevity because like Barry Sanders didn't have a long career either, but it was longer than three years of starting. How long did he play? I think eight. Uh, I think it was around eight as well. Yeah, it was real short. I guess. I mean, I just I, I don't know if I looked up Joe Namath's number now. Mahomes' numbers are probably almost already there with three seasons as a starter where Joe Namath, a different time period for sure. And obviously, everything's Joe Namath is the worst Hall of Famer of all time, oh, probably. big time. Yeah. Big time. But everything's circumstantial to the time. Thing. I just Listen, I think it's such an thing... interesting dynamic because he's like what he's doing is. Like he's basically on pace. He's on pace to be the best quarterback ever. Right. The only thing that's not hypothetical in this conversation is Mahomes taking down Brady in the Super Bowl. He's going to beat him. They're going to ride. Gonna they're going to ride their noble steeds back to Kansas City, and agreed. They're going to make a a chicken dish named after a barbecue chicken dish named after Coach Andy Reid. It's going to be called the Broiler Maker. You got to <laughs> eat six whole chickens. <laughs> In one sitting, and he's going to do it while sitting next to his oh, Super Bowl championship trophy, sitting next to Pat Mahomes, 
and Tom Brady's going to be crying next to his supermodel wife with his billions of dollars back in Florida. So Barry much. Sanders did play 10 years. He played 10 and that, years? And that's oh, considered yeah. like why, – that's called Why did they keep calling his career short then? Probably because he could have kept going for another five or six at the level. Maybe not the level he was playing, but three or four at the level he was playing and then gone. I think after. it was more so because he just up and like cut it. Yeah. Yeah. He was but like, screw this franchise, career, I'm not doing this yeah, anymore. Right? No, you're right. Yeah, it was not a short career at all. He never rushed for under 1,000 yards. That's amazing. That's pretty crazy. Mahomes has 114 touchdowns through 46 career games played. And Joe Namath had 173 touchdowns in 140 games played. Such a scumbag. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like next season at this time, Mahomes could have more – Touchdowns than Joe Namath four seasons as a starter. Yeah, that's it wild. Has, it has obviously changed. Mahomes is completely different. Yeah, I think that's how bad the Jets are. Man, there's like, Adam. You know, at this point, I'm not even as mad about him as Am Watson. Yeah, everyone had him ranked third. Which, all right. Am I breaking up or is Pat? No, it's just Pat. Okay. So, yeah, that we definitely – I'm not upset about Mahomes either, but I am definitely upset that we might trade for Watson. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy. I would be now. happy to get him. Right, but we could have had him for nothing. <laughs> yeah. It's just... Literally could have took him with a third pick and not cha- traded any first-rounders. But here we are, so let's make it right. Go get your I man, hope we Ryan. trade for Watson and re-sign Trubisky. <laughs> <laughs> Here's what she should have been. I would love that. Watch it from the bench. God. I need to. I don't want to keep going down this road. Right. Um, yeah, me neither. Let's pivot back right, to the Super Bowl. On. Let's. How about predictions? Because I don't want to this stuff. Final score predictions for the Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah. Good right? call. Good call. Ooh. Okay. I'm gonna go 45-25. <laughs> Chiefs. Uh, yeah. I'm going 35-15, Chiefs. Okay. I'll go 35-25, Chiefs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, give me, well, 55 it's 15 pot 55 15 Chiefs. Nice. Let's do just a fucking blow 55 out. to 5 Chiefs. 50. <laughs> I love it. You couldn't tell her. If y'all, if y'all don't know, we have 5 5 in a Super Bowl square together, which we are hoping greatly that they hit. This would be a nice Listen, payday for the four of us. At halftime, it's going to be 15 5. Okay, I like and it. At the end of the game, it's going to be 55 15. That's perfect. Massive comeback. Okay. I love it. Uh, I love it. So we'll see what happens. Should be a good one. It's a good match. Yeah, it should be. Got the weekend performing at halftime. Should be good. Fresh off his Grammy snubs. So should be a killer performance. Here's what I understand. In my opinion, for my money, what's the song called again? His newest one? Blinding Lights. Blinding Lights. 
should be in the running for song of the decade already for the 2020s and it just released in 2020. That is one of the most perfect songs I've ever heard in my life. I mean, I was snubbed for a Grammy is beyond He's basically beyond won me. album of the year at every other award show that they did right. for music and it didn't get nominated for the Grammys. So it was kind Weird of interesting. Move. Weird move. There's there's Weird speculation move, that it's because there was conflict between him being able to perform at Super Bowl and the Grammys. Mm. So they didn't want him if he wasn't going to perform, basically, wow. which would be a total new move. Wow. Yeah. But I don't know if there's any. You know what? I'm boycotting the Grammys. I'm not watching again this year. <laughs> yeah. I'm boycotting too. I'm not going to watch for the 20th year in a row. Right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, do people watch the Grammys? <laughs> Alyssa usually watches our – she likes the performances, but I'm always like, I don't want to watch the Grammys. The only time I've watched the Grammys is when quarantine first started and they showed the 2000 Grammys. So I watched the 2000 <laughs> Grammys in 2020. Remember, Pat? <laughs> oh, hell yeah, dude. It was fire. So, right? It was fire. It was super – it was the most 2000 – it was the most – like year of an like, there's never been an event that like showed that displayed a year so perfectly. <laughs> Everyone was wearing just silver shiny shit. It, it was, was like amazing, the, it was like a Jamiroquai music video. And that it was the 2000s personified. There's never been a single event that just had everything <laughs> from one year just cram packed into it. It was just amazing, just concentrated 2000s. Uh, so incredible. that's all the one I watched. It's perfect. All right, so. The Mandalorian has left a hole in our in our lives and our hearts since season two ended, and Marvel is trying to fill that void with WandaVision. And this is going to be an interesting conversation because only half of our crew has caught up and watched it all. The other two are waiting until all the episodes come on. So Andy and myself are both all the way caught up. Jimmy and Sean are waiting. Until all the episodes come out. So, we're going to try and discuss our feelings so far without spoiling anything for Jimmy and Sean. So, Andy, I'll I'll give you the floor first. Okay. Um, we've discussed this in multiple text threads, but um, the show started, um, and it's very evident from trailers or anything like that, um, so no spoilers, but the show is set in a 1950s sitcom um, from the very onset. And I thought it was through the first four episodes now, right? Yeah. Four episodes. Um, They've done a really good job of really um, portraying that like 50s, 60s sitcom vibe. Um, I thought that was a really cool aspect. Um, But through the first three episodes, that's for the most part, all it was, was Wanda and vision. Um, just living in this sitcom with no real, there were some hints at some plot points that dropped in here and there. Um, but that's all it was through three episodes. And that's why a week ago I was kind of just like, you know, this is not must watch television. You guys don't need to go run out and binge through these episodes. Um, it just wasn't there for me yet. This past episode, um, they've started peeling back the layers a little bit on into what's actually going on and revealing um, what is happening as far as it relates to the MCU. 
Um, so I just, I think this episode sort of is launching it off into a good show territory through the first three episodes though. It was not there. Um, but now it is starting to reveal itself and I'm in on it. Yeah. So kind of going off of that, I would say like from a plot progression standpoint, there wasn't anything to really go crazy about in the first three episodes, like you said, but there was so much that they did well to where you just knew that at some point it was just going to pop off. And it's still, this is the beginning. I think next week will be the big pop off episode, but um, Andy mentioned it's filmed in like a sitcom style, but to the point to where the first episode you're watching. And like, I thought I, I thought something was wrong with my TV because it had the black lines on the side. Like it was only playing to the aspect ratio for that time period on my TV. And then they they kind of have moments where they they had moments in the first few episodes where they would tease the the real world. And then when it would go to those moments, all of a sudden my full screen. That was showed. that was a super cool transition that they so, put so in. They, they actually filmed it like like the sitcom. They they're actually making it seem like it's filmed that way. And um so that's really cool. And then just the way now that they've they've kind of made the, like Andy said, now that they've made the connection to the MCU and the way that they did it and the pieces that they chose to use, um, they're just, Marvel's just so good. I mean, the way that they intertwine everything and there's already been all the rumors, or not even rumors, it's been confirmed that this show is going to be basically like tied in with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and then the third spider-man movie which i saw that a potential leaked title spider-man home worlds is potentially the name for the third one so i was hoping it was going to be homies you know, <laughs> like all of them getting back together hanging out fighting bad guys but whatever but just knowing that there's those connections and the way that they again connected back to the mcu and the ever-evolving and expanding storyline uh this week's episode confirmed what I've been thinking that this is going to be something epic by the end of the eight or nine episode run. So um, definitely recommend, you know, either route, if you're going to, you know, start watching it now. So you have like, you know, four episodes to watch, or if you're going to wait till the end, either way, you should definitely jump on because I think this is going to kick off a pretty crazy phase four for the MCU. If it's going to start, picking up now i might start watching now if it's good yeah. i was pretty much waiting for the script to flip like because there was a lot of that's what, that's what happened yeah yeah and i'll bet you marvel and favreau and whoever else was involved with the making of the show was so happy when people were so pissed about the beginning couple episodes they're like just fucking wait motherfuckers yeah, just wait just wait well just the thing waiting. is though is it was actually for a while it was the highest reviewed marvel entity that had been released until like the third episode so i think once oh wow once like third episode and, and nothing substantial happened i think maybe people kind of pump the brakes a little bit but your point I mean, that that's always happens there's always inflated ratings when something's new and comes out yeah uh, and, but, i mean it's still gonna keep up it's gonna be like everyone's gonna love it it's marvel and I, like again it's it's turning and it's still connected to the mcu typical marvel fashion it's not a, like a standalone franchise like everything's intertwined it's gonna be incredible and yeah now that it's flipping everyone who is sipping on haterade is gonna be like totally blown away by it and it's probably gonna be 
they're well, going to get as much review as they did for the first few episodes once right. the season ends. And this past episode, they made direct connections to two previous Marvel movies um, that that weren't completely evident through the first three episodes. So, um, and, and the way that they did it and kind of like snuck it past you is just like it's just so like the way that they do everything. Little sprinkled Easter eggs, basically. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's going to be awesome, and then. And then they're just going to expand from here. Um, just announced uh, the release date for Falcon Winter Soldier. So that that weekend, March 18th, Justice League Snyder Cut comes out on HBO Max. And then March 19th, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier gets dropped on Disney+. Plus. So When? March, you said? March 18th, 19th. I've been hearing so oh, much about gosh. this Snyder Cut that I, I just, almost want to watch the regular justice league because i never did because i don't oh, see yeah, it. like dc i, I don't like dc that much all of a sudden make what they had a great movie i just i, I think it's gonna be i don't know i think it's I do think edit, that much better i, I agree do think that. editing and things like that play a big part into movies oh, however yeah. um there cannot be enough like unreleased footage for this to just be a complete 180, like went from being just a, I I say mediocre at best movie. Um, nice. Yeah, um, I I can't see how that's gonna flip, but yeah. So who did the original cut then? Joss Joss Whedon. Whedon came in. He did the original Avengers. He first two Avengers, right? He came in yeah. and yeah. like three quarters of the way through production and kind of took over and everyone kind of ripped on him, but I don't know. We'll see. Now, once it gets released, they, they must think it's good for them to put this much behind it and release it, you know, on or they dumped enough money that they need to pump the shit out of it. Yeah, I see. But I just feel like I, that sounds I feel like, like DC to me. The trajectory they're on right now is, I know they've angered some people in the industry, but I think what they're doing is the future of like the movie experience, kind of dual release between theaters and streaming. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm excited about that. There's still movies I'm going to go see in theaters because theaters are back open, boys. The cinema's yep. open down the street. I might go see a movie. Nobody comes out next month. Cannot wait to see that. Does? Nobody. With Bob oh, Oker? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, dude, that's total change of pace for him, but it looks kind of right. awesome. Can't well, wait to kind see of that change one. of pace. Like, he's been in that kind of stuff, but he's never been the badass. Right. He's never been John Wick. John Wick. What if they made a Mexican version and they just call him Juan Wick? <laughs> Juan Wick. Right. We should say that for it later. Plunk it, thunk it. Dude, my plunk it, it's so ridiculous. We'll, we'll get there. We'll Meaningless nonsense, but yep, go on. While we're on HBO Max, we also wanted to discuss the Godzilla vs. Kong trailer, which dropped last week. And it, it was a pretty awesome trailer. Andy, I think you, what did you rate it on the Baja Bandit movie scale? It was at least a 9.6875. <laughs> yeah. Pretty strong you know, rated. I what talked to the Bandit. At, I talked to the bandit and told him what your rating was, and he gave it a five Baja Blast up. Your wow. rating. 
your wow. rating. He was, got it, he got was it, got very, it. very happy with your rating. He rated your rating. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's he, so awesome. he gave your rating a 9.9875. <laughs> I know you're pretty friendly with the bandit. What, where would that um, qualify within the ranking system? Would that be an excellent, a 9.86? Average. average. Oh, that would, that would average. absolutely average. be an excellent. <laughs> That would that rate is as a on, your garbage. Um, <laughs> that would absolutely be an excellent. All right. Good to hear. Good to hear. But we did get first trailer. It was pretty awesome. King Kong just grew a shit ton, apparently, or Godzilla shrunk. Something happened. That'd be a they're, combo of both. They're very similar in size now to where I swear Godzilla used to be like three times as big as King Kong. But – King Kong. Um, I just watched King King Kong movie Samuel Jackson. Yeah, good movie, right? I love that. It was a yeah. I I didn't see it for the I saw it the first, for the first time in theaters and I liked it. And I rewatched it and I still liked it. So it's it's, it's still it's good solid. movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm super excited for this. I did see a funny ass meme that was just like, okay, Godzilla is a creature that erupt that like can take on nuclear blasts and breathes fire, and King Kong is just a massive ape. How is this even fair? Everyone keeps referring to Godzilla's atomic breath to being a but we saw in the trailer, apparently King Kong could just catch that shit and throw it back in his face. Boom. It's like, oh, how does it feel, you giant lizard? Just throws it. Right in his face. The, tra- the trailer was electric. I mean, yeah. anything that you could possibly pump up about this movie of two just giant creatures fighting was exemplified in this trailer. The fir- I, I told you guys in our text, the first punch that Kong lands, lands on Godzilla yeah. was fucking epic. Yep. <laughs> like just a giant leaping fist and he just connects with it. Connection. Um, Lights Camera Barstool put out uh, a tweet that said um, basically they wanted Immigrant Song by Led Zeppelin oh, to be yeah. put to the trailer and they and they overlaid it and it was fucking awesome. Really? Oh, so just yeah. like Thor? Yeah. Hey, here's Thor the thing though, is I feel like what they just you did though, that link, Andy? I want to I watch that. Yeah, they, they just showed all the badass fighting parts from them in the movie and then they're going to team up to fight Mothra or some other big ass or Mega Godzilla. Yeah, that I saw that actually too speculated a lot. Like it's like some robot Godzilla that they built to try and fight Godzilla but then they lose control of it and classic. Like the that's, classic. that's what's going to happen. I mean it has <laughs> to happen. Humans. I'm humans. still going to see Idiots. it. I'm excited. The, oh, I I'm going to see that in theaters on the IMAX. Did I want to feel God. I want to feel King oh, Kong's yeah. punch on Godzilla come through the <laughs> the uh, speakers and hit me in the face. Did anyone see the second Godzilla? No, I no. didn't. But I so, heard great things. I was super pumped for that, and then I ended up just watching like the fight scenes on YouTube, and they were awesome. But <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's on Netflix, isn't it? Like we should all just I watch think so. it. I, the oh, first it is. One, I don't know. First sure. one was good. First one was good. See, is on Netflix or maybe it's on HBO, but either way, the first one was really good. Yeah. Oh, it's probably on HBO with yeah. King versus or Kong versus they Godzilla. Probably got Kong all of them on there. Yeah. That makes sense. So I think it's going to be awesome anyway. I'm I do too. 
for sure. I'm really excited. I am just now, like, I didn't even know who else was in the movie other than King Kong and Godzilla, so I'm looking at the <laughs> right. issues now. You don't even need <laughs> Does it even matter? Does it even matter who else is in the movie besides King I, Kong? I saw a, a cool mock-up of the poster where it was, you know, the poster is, like, Godzilla's swimming in the water. You just see his back, and then it's, like, Kong standing by the skyline. It looks pretty cool. Someone mocked that poster, and they replaced Kong and Godzilla with Bowser and Donkey Kong, and <laughs> it was it was perfect. It was That's so awesome. perfect. They should make like a like Donkey Kong versus Bowser movie, like Godzilla versus Kong esque. I would I would be behind that. That'd be amazing. Behind that. So like everyone in this movie is like the only person I recognized was the girl from Stranger Things. Really? Everyone Bobby else Brown? Was like yeah yeah. Yeah. You don't recognize Alexander Skarsgård? Skarsgård? He's like from who uh, he is, that but... werewolf show, and he was Tarzan. True Blood. I didn't True see. Blood. I never watched either one of those. I don't know anyone else in this movie, to be honest. Tarzan was in. Sam Jackson yeah. was in that, too. <laughs> yeah, I know Sam really? Jackson's been in, like, 178 movies. <laughs> yeah. Who... Sure have. Is there a record for who's been in the most movies? It's got to think... be Nicolas Cage... Or Hammer Christopher Jackson, Walken. Christopher Walken. Liam Christopher Neeson Walken never says movie. no to a movie role. Yeah. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, yeah that's true. Off. He's never said no to a role. I've heard that that's true. He's never said no. All right. Dude, we, should him right him to a, we should invite him to We should send him an offer to the BLT Productions. No. <laughs> like, we have a movie idea for you. We'll just pitch him Lethal Weapon Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I just so, I have my I have my autograph script so I found it the other day. In this movie. I think I could play Briggs. <laughs> I don't know or Christopher Walken. That's not a good impression. Jimmy's the impression. I actually I was working I on think a I could play Walken Riggs. impression and I <laughs> I think I could play Riggs. <laughs> I haven't worked on it in a while, so I don't want to try. Okay. You we'll sure? circle back to that. Yeah, we, we, we will. Oh, okay, Where's wait, that? listen to this. By listen the this. way, ready? ready? The top 100 stars in leading roles at the domestic box office in terms of money. No, I'm sorry, in terms of film or film and money. It's Sam Jackson, number one. He hasn't been in the most, but he's been in the most number ones or top 100s. Hmm. Interesting. So I'm that makes you guys, I'm glad you guys mentioned Circle Back. We're going to make that a segment, okay? I, have, I now have a perfect audio clip for that. Um, <laughs> thanks to new press secretary, whatever her name is, but listen to this. Circle back oh my God! Circle back with you on it's a good question, but we'll circle back with you on this today. We will certainly circle back with you more directly. I hate to I, disappoint I you, this. but we'll have to circle back with you on. This. Oh my God! So we'll circle That's... back to circle back, and we'll have Dude, circle back. <laughs> this is ready. This is this is that girl all day in her office. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you just listening, not watching the video, Sean's just spinning around in his office chair. Circling all like, day. Oh, man. <laughs> you have to circle back to that. She's literally spinning in a chair on stage in front That's of national amazing. TV. That's oh, amazing. All right. We're going to get back to our roots a little bit this week. we got some segments. We haven't done segments in a while. A long while. Long while. We're going to start with stamp of approval. Oh, no. Oh, oh that God. didn't work out very well for me. Someone take over. You know, remove my, my stamp of approval from the stand that holds up this one. <laughs> I'll be back one second. 
okay, so in stamp of do, approval, we okay. Never mind. He said take over. We like, still talking. We suggest them for you guys, our listeners, the condiments. <laughs> you know, I love that. We're those, we're those kind of guys. We're nice guys. So, who wants to go first while I try and figure this out? I have a new drink at Starbucks that's a limited time, and it is, and it's a pistachio latte. Ah, I love I pistachios, and it has great flavor, and I'm all about it, and I'm going to be real sad when it's gone. So pistachio muffin is one of my favorite muffins. Dude. So I can see that latte being delicious. There's a girl at my work that her family owns a bakery. And she brings in a pistachio cake all the time, and it is. Yeah, Andy, you're engaged now. You can't be eating a pistachio cake that a girl from work brings. You're right, dude. You can't be eating another woman's moist cake. (laughs) (laughs) We'll cut this out. Cut, cut, cut. Never, never said anything. Two, one. All right. So, who's up next for stamp of approval? I'll go next. All right, All right go it's, ahead. Stamp of approval for me is architecture that predates the 1900s. First time I've really actually seen anything solid in my life, and I've seen a shitload of it. So, in case you, know, we you were a whole out city on architecture of in Chicago, <laughs> 1500s, pre 1900s architecture, big fans. Actually, in. What's up, guys? Having seen. Get in. 20 churches in three weeks. Pretty <laughs> sweet. Not gonna hey, you you found the Lord again, Sean? Dude, let's just say I've read the Bible, and I'm a big <laughs> fan. I have seen the light. All right, what did I miss? Because I it missed everything. crazy how many churches there are in Europe. Dude, one town had eight churches. I couldn't even see them all in a day. Like, how do you even <laughs> choose which one to go to, or do you right. mix it up? I don't know. These are the questions, you know? Well, typically you'd go to the one that you're involved in their religion. I don't know if they're all the same religions over in Germany, but that's typically know. how I pick my church. Listen, you're coming from a place of just pure sanity, but insanity is <laughs> eight true. churches in one town. So. Yeah, okay, listen, <laughs> listen, that's how you know when, when you're when you're driving to like, I don't know, Wisconsin or Indiana or, or Iowa, or you go in somewhere and you get into those deep Midwest towns where there's like 10,000 people, but there's 15 churches. You know you're in hillbilly heaven when there's more <laughs> churches than people in a town. That's when yeah, you know, no like, right, this is a little weird for me. I need to get out of here. John, I bet if you looked into it, I bet seven out of the eight of those churches are Catholic. I think so too. That's what, like, yeah, I really what think I'm so saying. because yeah, uh, it's very similar right. architecture. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say just the architecture alone; those all yeah. look like Catholic churches for sure. Definitely right. They're all right there. So Dude, that was so fan. funny though. My light literally fell and then unplugged my computer screen from my computer, so I couldn't oh, see. God. And then <laughs> when I was trying to plug it back in, I unplugged my headphones. So I couldn't see or hear you guys. So we could tell that because you're like, oh, can one of you take over? And I wanted to take over, but you just kept talking. <laughs> I didn't even think about the fact that I didn't need my bike. I just walked away. So next time, I'm just going to punch my chair for the stamp. Classic Maybe. tech diffs. Noted. Okay, so, Classic tech so diffs. I didn't quite hear, but I'm assuming you were just talking about the architecture in Germany. Was that your, your stamp? Sean is officially endorsing pre-19th or 20th century architecture that's it. okay 
Did you hear about the woman's moist cake Andy's eating at work? <laughs> Were no. you in that conversation? I, no, I'll, I'll listen back, I guess. Unless we'll you want to tell it. Well, we, no, we we'll had to edit that part out. We'll so just listen we'll to yourself and then just, just get rid of that part. <laughs> this video is going to be bad. <laughs> oh, I forgot we have a video now, too. This video. Even though I'm raw. staring at the video while we have this conversation, <laughs> I forgot we're on a live video. Pat, oh, I put my stamp of approval on the pistachio latte at Starbucks, yeah. which is a new drink. I'm going to see if they have it out here. It sounds amazing. I love pistachio stuff. Yep. This is That's nice... how the whole conversation started. I've given this as my stamp of approval, so this doesn't count for me, but the lemon pistachio donuts from Stan are... Uh, I think, I think I'm going to try one of those today. Yeah, they're really good. Jim, did you? Is it a cake donut? Yeah, what is a cake donut actually? Did you? Did you? It is a cake donut. Did you uh, go already? No. So my first stamp of approval is going to be sledding. I took the kids sledding on Tuesday when we got some about six inches of snow here, whatever. Um, And I hadn't been in a while. Mia's arm was broken, so we had to wait until that healed up um, to go. You broke her arm? Yes. Actually, I broke her arm. Oh, there you um, go. We were we were You're playing a game house. where I, you know, throw her on the bed and throw her like a helicopter. And I was like, oh yeah, we were playing helicopter. And then I realized at the doctor, I was like, oh yeah, I was playing helicopter with my daughter in the bedroom. And I was like, it's not what it sounds like. It's a game. So, <laughs> so the the second time or the the second time I threw, her, I ch- like I threw her on her back instead of her stomach, and she kind of stuck in the bed, and her shoulder stuck, and her body rotated over, and <sighs> had a nice solid nice. fracture. Right across the upper humerus where it meets the scapula, but she was healed. So nothing we went about to... the injury, though, right? No, nothing humorous. <laughs> I'm a dad. <laughs> so yeah, dad that. joke. You're a dad now. Um, so well done. We Cutting on Tuesday, and it made me enjoy winter again for the first time in a long time. So it was. Dude, that sounds amazing. It was. It was a really good time. Yeah, sledding's always fun. One of my favorite memories from like either high school or post high school. Um, was drunk sledding. Oh, the best. <laughs> like, just an awesome night. Just yeah. like you get a shitload of snow, you go to a party, you drink, and then you go, everybody just filed out to the snow, the snow hill, and we're fucking flying Dude, down the hill. The walks off yeah. were brutal, though. Oh, yeah. Do, do you oh. guys remember, Sean, I don't think you ever came with us to do this at Barron's, but we would play a game. It was the three of us. Danny and Matt and however many else people. I think we had upwards of like 10. And we'd all start on top of the hill. And one person had a football. And we'd all get to the bottom. (laughs) And someone had to make it to the parking lot with the football. And if you did, your team got points. And it was just a shit show. Tackling and (laughs) pushing and shoving each other. Trying to make that run to the parking lot. God, it was so much fun. Because at Barron's, that run from the bottom of the parking lot is a football field almost. So if not more. So you get down the hill on your sled and then they get up and everyone's just piling on. It was And you're like trying to take dudes out on your way down on sledding to like, you know, hit them off course. The best, just one less guy available to try and tackle you. Is you're wearing snow pants and nothing and everything's exactly and you're landing in snow. It's amazing. Yep. You got boots for ankle support. You're all puffed up from head to toe with your starter jacket and your snow yeah. pants. Oh, your starter just, jacket for we just sure. just the NFL concussion. <laughs> Come Seriously. play at Park. Dude, Jimmy, we used to go and help like our dad clear out the snow, and we'd go 
we'd stand on top of the car on the driveway. We would like power bomb and choke slam each other into the like big pile of snow right next to the driveway. It was, yep. man, snow days were the best. Not only did we help yeah. dad, but he's the one holding the camera as mom's yelling at him, what the hell are you doing? And we're power bombing <laughs> each other right. off of a car into the snow. <laughs> Guys, it's so awesome. Yeah, it was great. We still have to find that wrestling video, Pat, to show the world because Pat and I made a WWF quality wrestling video that we have to find to show. It's off. somewhere. It's, it's on video. We have it. The production quality is the pre-production. We put a lot into it. Really? And that we planned the whole match out. Oh, we planned the whole thing. It was my a dad was, championship my match. My dad was a videographer. We went from and room to room. We went outside. Yep. I power bomb or Jimmy choke slammed me through like one of those like playhouses that had the breakaway roof jimmy like chokeslammed <laughs> me through there like it was yep. it was quality it was, it was amazing awesome. it, my dad just followed so we did we did entrances <laughs> <laughs> we came out from outside the gate that's amazing we, we pretended to pull up in uncle joe's bronco <laughs> <laughs> you're right we got out of the car but I was 11 and Pat was 8, so there's no way we were driving. My dad wouldn't go that far. He would not let us pull up the car now. in the driveway because he knows I would have gone to the fence. We have to find this video now that we're talking oh, about it. It's at mom and dad's. We just need one of those. It we comes in that it. little VHS thing, so we have to put it in the, the converter to the big VHS one, and then we'll be able to. Well, let's get one, and then let's spend an afternoon over there just watching. Just through going through videos. I am. Did you guys come out of the? Did you guys come out of the same car? We did. Instances? Yeah, we came yeah, out of the same car. He's in the same damn car. The the whole premise of the match. Pat Riley just rolled up in the same damn car. So he stole his car. Is that Pat turns on me? Pat turns heel on me. We were partners, and then he turns on me. We were tag team partners. Oh, my God. You guys had a twist of fate in there? I love it. That's amazing. <laughs> right? We planned out the storyline. We understood even that. Yeah, we understood. Chad puts me through a foam styrofoam table to win the match. That's how it's done. Pretty sure I, I, I pedigreed him downstairs and threw him in the dog's cage. Oh, yeah. Yep, you did. <laughs> Dude. It was, it was uh, wild. You guys have, we have to find this video. We have to find this video. We have to share this with the masses. I forgot how awesome yes, we do. Yeah, I remember we have to find place. it and then tease it, not just release it right away. But like, if you listen to 147 of BLT, you'll know what's coming. Pat, if you, um, if you convert it to digital, you could actually cut it up and actually oh, make it look like yeah. a legitimate video. Yep. Dude, can we add commentary? Not yeah. to override no. your dads, but we'll also play your dad. So it's like we're there yes. with your dad. <laughs> yes, we'll definitely <laughs> our own comment. Like in the beginning, like that. He's in the we'll, same we'll, car. Right? We'll yeah. even play, we'll play off his pre recorded audio, even. And then <laughs> what we'll right. do later is we'll have Andy and Sean be the king and Jim Ross and add your own spin to it. We'll have like three different releases for this video, just like the Snyder Cut did with Justice League. We're going to have three different releases for this video. Snyder Cut. Well, first oh, things man. first, we have to find it. So that's yeah, we have important. to find it. We okay. know it's out there. We have yeah, to find it's it. It's here. We just have to find and it. And while we're looking for that video, I'm also going to try and track down the video where I break our trampoline yes. slam ball dunks. Oh. That's a great video. That's also an, That's video. an amazing video. Also a great video. We have, to, we have to pick a weekend and go over to mom's and just 
sit there while she cries watching these videos and we cry laughing because they're hilarious. Oh, Pat, what's your stamp of approval? Um, okay, oh, I've got a few different things. I won't too much detail. First, I told you guys about this. Ted Lasso on Apple TV. Great show. Just great show. Feel-good show of the year for me. I don't even know if it came out last year, but that's when I watched it. It was awesome. Jason Sudeikis nice. is hilarious. Um, but just like a lot – it was like there was more to it than I was expecting. I thought it was just gonna be like a dumb comedy. It was pretty heartfelt. Cool. Um, been doing some rewatches. The OC on season two of that. Probably more it. nostalgic to people who uh, who watched it. But even so, if you didn't, it'll make you nostalgic of that time period. Hearing all those alternative bands from the early two thousands, um, and just like really enjoying it. And it was breeding ground to Entourage. I now count six actors confirmed in both series. We've got Damn, really? We've got Julie Cooper, Nickel. We got Caleb Nickel. We got Love me some Julie Cooper. Sloan. Sloan is in that show? She played uh, Olivia Wilde's girlfriend. Oh, I remember that. Oh my god. I have a special place in my heart for lesbian couple. Wait, they play a lesbian couple? Yes. Her and Olivia Wilde. Sloaner um, boner. Oh, yeah, big time, big time. And then we also have uh, Emily, Ari's assistant, plays Anna. Oh, yeah, she was Ryan's. She's mm. pretty hot, too. Yeah, no, and then that's, we have that's of Ryan's girlfriend. Uh, uh, Seth's girlfriend. Okay, that's what I thought. And then we have um, Lizzie from Entourage, who is the girl that Andrew has the affair with. She plays Autumn. Oh, oh yeah gotten there yet. oh yeah yeah and Sloan's, Sloan's or whatever. yeah i feel like i missed one but there was six me and Alyssa were counting them yesterday but so Pretty far crazy. a lot a lot of uh cross crossovers there so um yeah and then um last one i was t- telling andy about this a few weeks ago but i drink coffee every day but i don't consider myself like a coffee snob i usually drink like folgers or whatever the, just the standard brands are the best part of waking up it's really not, though, is what I'm realizing, because for Christmas, uh, Uncle Steve and Aunt Debbie bought me Pronto Coffee French Vanilla, which is just some coffee brand. And I've been making that, and it's so much better. And I'm enjoying drinking coffee like a million times more. So this one specifically, but I would also just recommend like good brand coffee. It seems just worth decent it. coffee. Exactly. It seems worth it. Like Folgers is the best part of waking up. If Folgers is the best part of waking up, your life probably sucks. <laughs> yeah. It should be. Dude, Lavazza is – their coffee's so good. It's amazing. I've heard of them as well, so. Yeah. Yeah. I think more so the point is just don't drink shitty coffee. Yeah. Yes. Basically yeah. stamp of approval on anything above Folgers and you're good. <laughs> oh, yeah. damn. Wow. Definitely right. agree. Anyone got anything else? Yeah. Okay. I unfortunately, well, there's two. There's one stamp approval is the Autobahn because driving on that shit is awesome. It's really great. Super fun. Yeah. And also stamp approval to my car, which tells me the speed limit on my car. So as soon as it switches, Dude, I know I to get to the middle lane. standard um, in Europe because all of my rentals that I had in Europe um, had a little thing that told you right next to your speedometer what the speed limit was it was awesome it's awesome yeah, yeah it's amazing awesome. so that's like a oh, hand in hand cool. stamp of approval because the speed limits go from limitless to 100 <laughs> in a moment so you got to really know what's up 
So What's the best you've gotten on the Autobahn so far? Uh, I went a little over 205. I think I was going like, I think 160 miles per hour. It was fucking That's sweet. Fucking I, was wow. glaring, Damn. I was glaring Ramstein. It was very intentional. I was like, all right. <laughs> yes, yes, I Ramstein. love that. Wow, oh, dude, we were supposed Ooh. to go to that concert this summer, remember? Yeah, man, I was supposed to go to the concert in Germany too, but it got pushed back as well. So, But I do want to see Ramstein in Germany. But my final stamp yeah, of approval is the most reluctant stamp of anything ever, except for mushroom stamps. I will. So anyways, Tom Brady being the GOAT is Sounds like someone's far... having a party in Germany. <laughs> yeah, right. Tom Brady being the GOAT gets my stamp of approval. Straight up. It's official That's now. It's a big deal. That's a it's big a, deal for big Toronto. Deal. I still hate him, and I still wish you know death upon him on the field. But of course, he is the greatest quarterback to ever do it officially. Forty-three. He threw forty-plus touchdowns this year, and still contention for MVP. You know, clearly the weapons helped, but dude's a beast. That's that. So as of now, the conversation is a wrap for who's the greatest NFL player of all time. It's terrible, but it's true. Greatest career of all time. Greatest NFL player all time. Stamp approval. All right. That argue, that argument has kind of bugged me since since it's become the most prevalent argument of all time of who is the greatest of all time. And I think there's just different tiers to it. I think it I know has this is like I know this is a huge tangent, but like you cannot tell me that Tom Brady is the most talented quarterback to ever play in the NFL. That's just I I refuse to believe that. I listen. You're co- you're talking to the man who's been down and hating this guy for his entire career, but he he, he does everything better than anyone else has ever done everything at that position. Like he's not the single best at any one thing. He's not. He doesn't have the best arm strength. He might have the best pre-snap reads, but I don't think he even has that. But he does everything very very well. You know, I mean. Clearly, and what he does do better than anyone else is, he probably is the best leader of men. That's the one thing that he probably does better than any other quarterback. So, from a maybe from like a a physical standpoint, but how much of and, you, how much of that do you think is mental? Like just the fact that you you go out and you grab free agents who want to play with him just because he is Tom Brady. I think that's a huge like just confidence builder, like. Okay, like even even on the defense, like, all right, we got to just do our job. But on the other side of the field, we've got Tom Brady, who has been doing this for 20 years. Yep. Like, that's just such a crazy thing. Like, little caveat to to that. Oh, yeah. well, you saw uh, it. I mean, I guys flocked down there once Brady signed with Tampa because they knew it gave him a chance to get to a Super Bowl. And kind of circling back to the conversation we were having earlier – where I agree with what you're saying, Andy, like, you know, Brady probably isn't the most talented quarterback of all time or the best pure quarterback of all time. But when it comes down to it, all we have to rank these guys on is their careers. And when you look at his career and the longevity and just the consistently high level play his entire career, like, I don't think like, like, and just being able to win with all the numbers too. It's not like, you know, I guess you would right, kind of exactly. liken it to like the Jeter argument to where Jeter is a champion and a multi-time champion and, and his stats are great too, but you just really considered him like, you know, the best player in baseball when he was playing or anything like that. Like Brady has right. all the accolades and the MVPs and was considered 
the best for a short time. And, and just, I think what he like seeing what he's continues to be able to do when guys like Rogers, who probably is the most talented quarterback of all time and the best pure quarterback, but just hasn't been able to win consistently like Brady, like that to me is what puts it into, into the perspective because of how hard it really is to do and how easy he makes it look. And then, and you mentioned mental, like that's, that's where Tom Brady's superior to everyone is his mental, like his mentality is just superior to anyone who's ever played the game. And just like yeah. the way that he puts his time into taking care of his body and everything. And I know it's all weird, but just his commitment to himself is unmatched by that we've yeah. ever seen in any sport. It's crazy. It's it sucks, but it's true. I mean, there's no way around it. And even like like I don't know, like even this last game, he still threw three picks, and like I think all three of them were actually his fault. I don't think he could assign yeah. to anyone else on those throws, but still finding a way to win and cap like the Packers had their chances, but if you're not gonna capitalize on it, then Tom Brady is, you know, once he gets the ball back. So that's just that's the way it's always been for him and yeah. I, I likened that decision to when Bill Belichick went for it on fourth down when he was playing against Manning because he just didn't want to put the ball in Peyton Manning's hands. He knew exactly yep. what was on the other side of the field waiting for him. And he could have punted and given Peyton Manning a full field to go down the, like in a minute and a half, I think he had left. He went for it on fourth and two or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like that. That whole mm-hmm. argument, I think, was exactly why Bill Belichick is who he is and Matt LaFleur who is who the fuck he is. And that yeah. was why Andy Reid didn't give the ball back to – Yeah, Andrew that too. That, that, I mean, that, that was another great field, but still you don't give the ball back. And yeah. and I was, anyway, that was wild to me. Tangent. Right. Um, all right, let's do – we're going to do a new segment. We'll do we'll – try and run it a little long, so we'll try and speed these up a little bit. But we got uh, Thunk It, Plunk It, Thunk It. I always say it backwards which is uh, our boy Plunkett over here. He's going to give us all of his uh, otherworldly opinions, and then we're going to end it with a mock draft of – it's going to be the worst edition, W-U-R-S-T, umlauts on the U, for uh, Sean being in Germany, but we're just going to pick the worst stuff for a few categories. So, Sean, Plunkett, I mean, what do you thunk it? it first of all, Plunkett – Thunk It is such an amazing segment name. That's where, like, the whole segment stems from the name Plunk It Thunk It because I was, I was like, laughing to myself like an idiot on my couch when I thought of that <laughs> segment. So <laughs> there's that. I got two things. Uh, one is a show, and it's a show. I just think it, it's a funny show because it would be about a guy who is a motivational speaker whose life was going great, and then it gets derailed. So he slips into depression, but he has to continue being a motivational speaker. So I think the dynamic of this guy is living a, a two-faced life is hilarious. I came up with this idea like two years ago for a different BLT show, and I never deleted it because I thought that it was such a funny idea. So He's just pumping people up during the day, and then he goes home and he looks in the mirror. He's like, you're such a piece be, of shit. So the whole thing was, yeah, the whole thing, exact, the whole thing was a shitty thing would happen to him always, like right when he's on his way to give a mo- motivational speak or a mo- motivational Steps speech. Steps in a puddle, like just like this. Yeah, but like even more so, yeah, it would be like just significant, terrible things happen to him, and then he's just like, all right, here we go. And then he steps into a crowded high school gym <laughs> and has to get, tell these kids how to live their lives like little champions when he's clearly a piece of shit. I thought it'd be funny. I like it. 
There's one idea for one pitch for BLT Studios. Maybe Christopher Walken might want to be involved. I don't know. Doesn't reject roles. Um, The other one, equally as dumb, maybe even totally useless. Oh, but we'll be the judge of that. Yeah. Oh, you will be. Oh, the other one was uh, if you are working, this is just life advice. <clears throat> so if you work in an office setting and you work with someone that you don't like, now this isn't like I work, the people I work with, I like, but I always still want to be able to psychologically wage war on those around me. So if you really need to be able to do that for yes. one reason or another, I recommend working late, putting in the extra hours and being the best you can be at your role. But also if you put in those extra hours, you'll be the only one left in your office and you can fuck with the other people's desks. So what you do is you constantly slightly rearrange things on their desks, mess with their drawers just a little bit. But the big one is always fuck with their chair settings. And then every morning, watch them sit down and get pissed that the chair settings have changed and they try and get it right. It'll take them at least five minutes. Right? It'll take him at least like five it. minutes to get it done. Sean so, moves to Germany, he becomes a Bond villain. I'm just <laughs> Listen, I'm just saying, if you have to do it, I don't recommend you do do it, but if you have to do it, waging little you. psychological warfare on people around you. That's how you establish dominance in the workplace. That's right. Or I, also, this like is another thing. <laughs> another thing was, if you have to talk to someone and you don't like them, always tell them they have crumbs on their lips and stuff like that. Even if they don't. Like, oh, you got to wipe your nose a little bit. Just, like, put them down a little bit so you have that step up, you know? Back them down a peg. This, you leave the conversation. Yeah, you're out. Yeah, that's it really quick. So, I like that. That's good. Some good stuff. I like this segment. I like it. All right. Let's do our mock draft. We've got the uh, official BLT mock draft cup. That almost didn't fit on there. That was that was good. I know. I, I realized toward the end, I'm like, damn it, my letters were too big in the beginning. <laughs> Classic it's always hard segment. writing in a circumference. I'm not used to that. John Mulaney right. has a really good segment about that. Fourth tick. Sean. Here we go. Fourth Third pick. pick. Me. Second pick, Jimmy. So, Andy, you got the number one pick. And what we did for this one, we switched it up a little bit. Normally we do one topic, but since we're doing the worst things, I chose a couple different things to choose from. So, in essence, we're all kind of going to get a chance at our number one option for a particular category. Um, but we have, real quick, pulling up my board, we've got Meal. We've got person, we've got movie, situation, and hangover. So those are our five categories. So Andy, you can get us started. All right. Um, I'm going to start with worst type of hangover. Okay. Um, And it is um, not one that you, you, I, I will say, not one that you usually wake up with, but the worst type of hangover to me is one that is, um, that it has a drive afterwards and it mm. takes me back to like kind of college visit days where you'd wake up after going out in a college town and then have a three and a half hour drive home 
or even worse sometimes um or even being down in the city even that short like half hour 45 minute drive sometimes is quite possibly the worst type oh, of gosh. worst type of pain um so that is my worst type of hangover is one that is before a drive dude the post luke clongley ride yeah, home i was i was thinking about that specifically for you that was the worst day of my life I mean, oh, I laid in the man. car for an hour while they ate inside at, at some restaurant. And then they, my mom brought me a cup of vegetable soup. And I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> so for for that one, I did the um, summertime double dragon is my worst. Please go on. Explain. <laughs> like that. Okay, that so what is, as much as you might think that is not self-explanatory. Is that the double dragon? Is that like pooping and dominating at the same time? Yes, and uh, when and 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 when and you wake up, and it's like not. it's like ninety five and humid outside, and you wake up and you're just like you feel that like oh I didn't know shit, we supposed to nickname these oh things. vomit, and then you're in the bathroom sweating because it's so hot and it's coming out of both ends, and you're just <laughs> miserable. That sounds but bad. Andy, yes, that that post college town drive <laughs> home is man. Sometimes it would actually help to be the driver because it distracted you from a hundred percent your your hangover. Yeah. Um, so all right, so I'll go. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna do hangover because I'm gonna go with. I feel very strongly about this too. My meal is gonna be my first pick. Fondue. Okay. What fondue is the most specifically okay? Going to the melting pot to eat fondue is the most overrated experience of your life you pay like fifty dollars for them to bring you out your meat and cook it yourself and then they're like do you want a bullion cube with that i don't ever want to think about a bullion cube in my life okay i just want my food cooked me and Alyssa went there a few years ago because she wanted to try it and i was like i'm never paying this again i'll go cook my own steak at home rather than coming to a restaurant get splashed by hot oil do it here <laughs> So Sounds think, like a great time to me. I think it's extremely <laughs> overrated, so I have it as my worst meal. Now, the question for you. If you're not okay. doing it right. Worst yeah. meal. <laughs> so like, that that okay, was my question. Splashed by hot oil. <laughs> How much so, oil Pat, am I supposed to get on myself? Pat, did you did you eat the the whatever food you had directly from the fork that was in the cheese? Or, or, or did you transfer it? Did, like okay, you know how you cook the food? Did you did you eat it directly from the fork or did you transfer it to another fork? I, I don't know. I don't I don't like keep tabbing my forks when I'm eating. I just have a okay, fork. Okay, because that pet would be a fine don't. <laughs> God damn it. Damn. I will say fondue dessert is great. Fondue dinner, I don't like. All right. That yeah, but, yeah. though also. I got to get my dad jokes up to that level. Uh, <laughs> that was totally I, I set that one up for way too you had, long. You had to pick the weirdest <laughs> question, too. Where, where are we going? What the hell have you ever transferred fork to fork when I was eating fondue? Anyway, Sean, you can go oh, ahead. Oh, that's you. great. How many forks are you using? <laughs> <laughs> um, mock draft, worst edition is living in a country that you don't speak the language of. Because this is situation. Yes. 
Okay. Every situation <laughs> is quite hilarious. It's gotten to the point where I just walk up to people and start speaking English. And if they don't speak back, then you I just move, move on. on to the next person. Excuse me, yeah. sir. You have some crumbs on your lips. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just talk to them and they say no spread. And I just, I'll just <laughs> moving on. And most of the time it's fine, but specifically it gets difficult at the deli counter because the deli counter is typically someone older than the age of like 40, 50. So if, if they're not in their 30s, then English is 50, 50. Dusseldorf deli- is not a huge town either to where right. like if you were to go to Hamburg or something like that Munich. or Munich, yep. I mean, you'd have people speaking English left and right, but. So it's, it's, it, is easy. it is easy to get around, but specifically easier than I expected. But at the deli counter, no one ever speaks English. So I'm just like, <laughs> all right, like I need a pound Liver of turkey. Worse. They don't do – yeah, they don't do pounds. You know what I mean? They're, so they're, the whole system's off or weight. They don't speak English. I'm just like pointing at shit. And they're like, this much? I'm just like, wrap it up. Yeah, sure. This <laughs> <laughs> much. Right? I was like at the butcher. $50 pack of meat that you want out. <laughs> what the shit? I was at the butcher. I wanted bacon. And I was like, you know, that. And they're like, Dad. he started wrapping it up. And I was just like, can you slice it? And he just like, nine. And I was just like, slice it. He's like, nine. Just like holding it and shaking his head. I'm like, just fucking wrap it. Like, so I just got a brick, Here, a brick of bacon. Yeah. Slicing bacon with a knife is like so hard. Like, it's like, dude. God damn it. Worst situation. Deli, when you don't speak the language, right. it's tough. All right, there's, back. There's, there's two things you can do with the deli. You can't understand slice. <laughs> no, I said There's two things you can do. He said right. nine. Fuck it. <laughs> Thank you. Nine, nine, nine. Um, all right. So mine is hangover on the way back. The worst hangover for me is the type of hangover when you can't have a drink the next day and either whether it's because you're so sick that you can't drink or it's because of the obligations of the day or because of if you woke, if you slept in too late, but the next day when you can have a drink with your buddies, even if you're cripplingly hungover, a that's bloody why, Mary in the morning will take you a very long way. That's why the so, day after the Super Bowl is so bad. Yeah, exactly. Yep. hundred percent. So fried food. So it amplifies it. Yep, you're all yep, you're just so dehydrated. So yeah, the the worst hangover is not the state of the hangover itself, but it's limiting your options on the next day. Any any hangover that does that. Um all right, I'm going to go for my next pick. I'm going to do situation and this is to me one of the worst situations you can get stuck in. Um but having to take a shit while you're commuting to like work or wherever you go like <laughs> And you're not really close to being there. Um, so this goes two ways because I've commuted via car and via train to work. And um, on the train, at least you can go if you have to. But it just sucks having to try and take a dump on the train. Like that's just a situation you don't want to be in. Nobody wants it. The car <laughs> specifically is the worst because it's just like, you know, especially if you're not close to work, you get to toy with the idea of maybe like stopping at a gas station or like, See if you can make it. And then, like, if you power through it, you're like, all right, I can make it. Like, there's there's waves where your stomach starts to feel better. You're like, I got yep. this. So you stay on the highway, and then you pass the exit. And then, like, 30 seconds later, you're, you're clenching your butthole harder than you've ever clenched it in your life because you're about to yep. shoot your pants. It's the worst feeling. I would never wish it upon 
Oh, I would wish it upon my worst enemy, but that's about it. <laughs> worst with an Uman. Yeah, exactly. Right. Take that <laughs> Classic. M. So I'm going to go with movie, and that is Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom. Mm. It worst is the movie worst, you've ever seen? Worst movie I've ever rated in my life. I honestly cannot think of a movie that I've disliked more. Worse than, than Power that. Rangers? Yeah, not by much, but yes. Interesting. It was horrible. I I, that was one of those movies that I was excited for, and then when it came out and it got such bad reviews, I had no interest. Because it was the worst movie I've ever seen. And they're making and, a third one. They're yeah. making a third one. And the third one is going to tie together all six movies. Oh, yeah, great. Bring back Sam Neill and uh, yeah. Laura Dern and everybody. Yep. And Jeff Goldblum. Is that a series that needed to be tied up? Yes. It is? <laughs> you never know what happens. I mean, what I happens mean, in between the movies? So it is a series that needed to uh, that needs a major conclusion? People <laughs> want answers. Okay? They want answers. Big tie-off of the Jurassic World series. Jeff Goldblum, what's it going to take to get you back? We have... A black shirt, a black dress shirt with no buttons. What more do you want? <laughs> Son of a bitch, I'm in. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go with my worst situation. Um, it also has to do with shitting, but it is having to shit immediately after getting out of the shower. That was number two on my situation. Uh, That's the worst. Um I don't think there's any, and it usually happens in the morning, and there might not be a worse start to your day. Um, the only other thing that I can think of that usually like sets my day off on the wrong tone is if you're making eggs and you crack a shell into them and you can't get them out. It's just yeah, like, it's not like a horrible thing that like in hindsight or like in the grand scheme of things, it's not a huge thing, but it just starts your day off wrong. But going back the having to shit after a shower, I, I mean, I usually will hop right back in. Oh wow! Yeah, I don't blame you if you're already. Yeah, I mean, I don't well. blame you at all for doing that. If the there's, if, if time isn't an issue, especially right, no problem. I like it. It's the I worst, and then I like that. Yeah, though. right. And the worst, like you have to do it if you shower. Like the post shower shit is terrible, but it has to be done sometimes. That's the because worst part. Just like immediately. You just cleaned your body, you smell good, you're all clean. You just immediately start smelling like shit. That's the beginning. It's like all the farts and poops and stuff you take throughout the day. That's what, you right. know. If you're not completely dry, you know those, those poop right. particles, yeah. they cling, dude. They cling hard. Cling wrap. Cool. All right. <laughs> um, my next worst edition, I'll go with person. And that is um, person that drives too slow in the left lane. Mm. Um We've talked about that on this podcast before, um, and it is potentially my most hated person in the world are the people that drive too slow and then don't move over when you're trying to pass. Yeah. They're, they just drive there because they can. People in Germany are extremely cognizant of this. Yeah. Like this doesn't happen in Germany at all or in Europe for that matter. Like if you're in the left lane, you're going at least 140 or 160. Like you are flying. And that if you're not, wild. you're getting out of people's way. I had, a, consult miles, I had a consultant yeah. in my car when we were driving to and from our hotel in Poland. And like 
there were a few times where I would pass somebody in the left lane and I'd just stay there because I was coming up on another car to pass. Mm-hmm. And she told me, she was like, Hey, just so you know, like you should move back to the right lane. Even if you're going to move over in 10 seconds, that's just like kind of how things are done here. The left lane is strictly for passing and everybody abides by that. Yep. It's, I mean, it's a hundred percent true. Like that's how it should be. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't, she's right. I mean, that's how everyone drives out here. Maybe it's not in my opinion, if you're like passing cars left and right, then, or if you're passing cars like crazy in the left lane, it's fine, but they like to get over and back into the left. Like I've seen it done multiple times. It's pretty wild, but yeah. Um, is it my turn? Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy. So for meal, I'm going to go with, um, it's not, I'm just, it's, it's mushrooms and I've had, I've never, like the idea of mushrooms ever. And then one day, finally, we were out at a bar and Sarah convinced me. She's like, hey, let's try fried mushrooms. Like, you like fried zucchini, like mozzarella sticks? I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. Well, I bit into one and the mushroom was bad. Like, it was a, it had expired in its oh. livelihood. And I took a bite and all this, like, pus liquid just started. And I was like, I almost vomited at the table right there. And have not had the stomach to try mushrooms again. So mushrooms are on my do not fly list. I, I love mushrooms. Thank I know you. a lot so of people hate them. I love mushrooms. Sarah so loves I, them too. And I've I wanted to like them. So she can I like make them. them and I, I can't do it. The consistency it. just is, it weirds me out a little bit. But there's no taste. That's the thing. There's like oh, pretty much not a lot of taste. It's not like overpowering or anything. I, love I think mushrooms. it's a consistency issue with me too. Yeah. I love mushrooms as long as they're not raw. Any cooked mushroom is amazing, and I don't eat raw mushrooms at all, ever. Some yeah, I don't like them. I don't hate raw mushrooms. I just don't. Yeah, they're I better think, cooked. I think they taste even more bland when they're raw. 100%. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go with my movie next. First movie off the board, I think. Or no, Jimmy yeah, already picked uh, Jurassic yeah. Park. Um. I'm going with Batman and Robin. That movie just sucks so bad. I've rewatched it like within the last year, and oh, that just, was Val Kilmer. Uh, that, was no, that was George Clooney, was Clooney. and oh, okay. O'Connell. That was with Mister Freeze. Oh yeah, okay. and Ivy. The nips on the bat suit. Yeah, and just the Mister Freeze puns are just out of control. Dude, I was going to say, you where were we when we watched that together? Florida. It's ah uh, yeah, it's so out of control, dude. There's like Arnold Schwarzenegger definitely wrote his own jokes for that, right? <laughs> like no one else. Like, there's no no writer would have done that, dude. Pat, do you do you remember when Batman and Robin are talking about wanting to have sex with Poison Ivy and they're using all the nature puns? Yeah, and, and it dude, was just like, so oh bad. my god, movie wow. sucks. That's why it's my worst movie. <laughs> all right, Sean, double up. Now I kind of want to rewatch uh, it. Double time. All right. <clears throat> Worst meal. So worst meal for me, you guys probably haven't experienced this in a while, but worst meal is first date meal. So mm-hmm. it's because you got to be careful with what you get because you can't just go you can't just go balls deep on a right. fucking burger. You know what I mean? You got to be very, very tactical with what you choose. You know, not something that's going to be sloppy, preferably nothing handheld. So you got to be having utensils, but it's got to be light, but you don't want to look like a puss. Like, so... You have to put extra thought into first date meals. Sean, I know exactly what you're talking about too. And that, I think that carries over into more than just the first date scenario, but like more, more formal um, 
things where you're not with people that you're incredibly comfortable with. Yeah, um, you're right. Yeah. Like with uh, coworkers or mm-hmm. things exactly like that. Yep. Um, but I know exactly what you're talking about where you just, it's such a, it's such a horrible thing because you obviously, when you go to a restaurant and you're paying for your meal, especially if you're paying for somebody else's meal, like it is usually on a first date, mm-hmm. you want to at least enjoy it, but it's hard to, because you have to be selective about what you're ordering. I know, right. I know exactly what you're talking about. So, yeah. So it has to be done. Extra thought has to go in and yeah, it's brutal, but I always That's like to, I'm like, this is where we're going to go. I'm like, maybe you want to see the menu. So I'll send it to her knowing full well that I want to see the menu because I got to <laughs> see what I got to be prepared for this. Shit, you know? yeah. Now see, so, normally I would agree with that, but on one of our first dates, no, it was our first Valentine's day date. So we've been dating for like two months. And Sarah went ham on a cheeseburger and made a mess out of it. And I couldn't find the ring fast enough. I was like, <laughs> well, I so need to marry I this person you. right there's now. A little, there's a little level of comfort there. Like, exactly. I talking about first date is like, yeah. you know, Sarah wouldn't have dove into a burger on the first date. But right. I'll get you know, two dozen wings, in. please. <laughs> can, exactly. I get the, can I get the 40 wings and a bottle of Dom, please? <laughs> like, I need to run to the jeweler. They have that at right. Hooters. What? Yeah, they have that at Hooters. It's yeah. called. It's like forty wings and a bottle of Dom for three hundred bucks. Yeah, you're like, like paying, it. you're pretty much just paying for the bottle of Dom, right? Exactly, and the shitty ass Hooters wings. Dude, you don't like Hooters wings? <laughs> I used to love Hooters wings. So Sarah and I, she would work at um, I forget where she worked, Lucky Strike, and I would valet. So we'd go on dates at like two a.m. when we were done working. We'd always go to Hooters, and their wings used to be bomb. And then. They're just not that great. I mean, I've probably had them like twice in the last like six years, but yeah, they used to be so good. Schroeder brought over those uh, Daytona wings from yeah. Hooters when he did the wings. Those were good. Yeah, those were really good. So maybe those were pretty good. Yeah. Maybe. All right, Sean. Um, pick. Uh, worst movie. Uh, Pat, I think me and you watched this together. Actually, Andy, I think I think us three watched this together in Colorado. First time I ever saw it. Only time I've ever seen it. I think is it is it Halloween three? Mike Myers is just at his very worst. It's the worst oh, yeah, movie yeah. ever, and oh. like just throughout the whole movie, like he gets shot with a shotgun and then just like high karate. He's a guy through a wall out of nowhere. He's walking <laughs> super slow. But the thing that made the movie so bad was these like band of rednecks were like driving around on a pickup truck. And like they thought that they had outran Mike Myers, and then out of nowhere, he just crawls out from out the bottom of the pickup truck and throws <laughs> the guy off. It, it's the movie is terrible. Like it's just so bad. I remember we were laughing our ass. I remember we like, watched that. I think it was the last night we were there. We were taking all those yeah. pictures and all of our Breck stuff. That movie <laughs> yeah, exactly. Totally the movie was terrible, dude. He put yeah. So Halloween three worst worst movie ever, but definitely good for a laugh. I haven't watched a scary movie since 2004, so I, I can't comment on that one. What was I'm that scary you, this movie? This is like more of a the comedy. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Ah, it's a good, it's a good one. one. It's a good yeah, one. That's, why, that's play, why I haven't watched them since. <laughs> yep. You should play the game, the Resident Evil 2 remake in the dark and film yourself, because you will shit your britches, dude. I'm talking, you're going to fill your pants from Up there, front to back. Dude, it's ter- even I'm sitting there. I'm like, all right, I'm just like, get, like my heart rate is elevated. I got a little, a little clam going. I'm like, I got to turn a light on. Like, it's terrifying. It's amazing. Um. All right, I'm gonna go for my. I'm gonna go person for my next pick. I'm just gonna go with Cardi B. 
actual person, not type of person. I just think she sucks. And she has so much influence on like so many youth and she's so uneducated and just a total slut. And like it's glorified and it's just embarrassing. So the worst. God. The worst. Jim? I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna go with with situation and when you are in a situation where a fight is beginning between a couple and it starts off like oh, passive aggressive and it, gets pro- and it gets progressively worse and oh, you're like list. and you're and you're either out with them or at their house and you're like hey you got some crumbs on your lips you just run out the front door because it's so awkward <laughs> big time dude the, the best in always sunny when mac and dennis moved to the burbs and they're fighting, and they had Mac had the plumber over for dinner just because he was a nice guy. And they're fighting in the next room, and he can hear every word. It's so fucking funny, dude. That's the best. Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good one. That Amazing. is a good one. All right, two for Andy, and then we're in the last round. Yeah, I'm gonna go um, worst movie. Um, I think I've also talked about this on the pod, but uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which was crazy because it's everyone loves it. Yeah, I mean, and I won't crazy, see it because of crazy good reviews. reviews. Which is why I watched it. Like that's not a normal movie that I'd go out of my way to watch. But right. it was like ninety eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like the user score was really high. Like just across the board, really good reviews. Hate it. It was awful. It was cheesy. It was a horrible story. Like it just was bad. Terrible I movie. Couldn't speak lower of it. Um, and then my worst meal. Um, this actually, uh, it's not a specific meal, um, but it is one. Um, I'm trying to figure out how to kind of put this into words, but um, where you you know going into a meal that you have a stomach ache. Oh. Um, but like you're going either going out to eat it's mostly for going out but like you know going into it that you already have an upset stomach but you're you're not going to go like eat a celery plate or anything like that at the <laughs> restaurant so you no. know whatever you're going to do is just going to perpetuate the problem even more so that is my worst meal 100%. I've, been, I've been there a few times too i know exactly what you mean it's like like if you have a stomach ache, but you're going to like for me, I've had plenty of times when it's like, all right, we're going to Silverado. I know I'm getting wings. <laughs> right. I know I can't eat wings right now, but I'm not going to go there and not get wings. This is going <laughs> right. to be a rough couple of days. Like yep. I know exactly. Gosh. Brutal. Oh, I know that too well. All right, Jim. So for my person, and I've shared this before, it's when you're in public and typically like in like a quiet situation and you have a loud talker and that person is looking to make eye contact with the person who is judging them so they can talk to you. Like when you're in the doctor's office and it's supposed to be quiet, like people are sick and you have the person who's talking like that. It's like, it's okay, honey. The doctor will see us in a second. And they're like scanning his people, oh looking back at them and you're like, oh no, I am not. Like, oh, first man. of all, you're way too much for me to begin with, and I am not talking with you. I am not having a conversation with you. Don't look at me, lady. Right. Right? I Yeah, just people who force conversation in general. I yeah. understand that, like, not everyone's comfortable being quiet, but 
I don't want to talk to you, so please stop. <laughs> yep. Pat, um, do you remember when we were coming back from California to go to the Bears Niners game? And I was, you and I got separated in our seats. And I'm sitting there with my headphones on. This girl keeps talking to me. And I'm like, I remember. And then, so come to find out, she was staying like down the street. <laughs> she had asked me to like hang out that night. And I was like, oh no, I have to work. And she's like, oh, where do you work? And I said, oh, I work at a, I work at a bar. And she's like, oh, that's interesting. I'm staying at a friend's house down the street from a bar called Riley's. And I was like, yikes. <laughs> uh, I work at, and I said like Fitz's or something. I'm like, is this fucking girl stalking me? Like, does she know who I am? What the hell's she going on? She definitely knew who you were. It was so that's weird. Weird. So weird. Anyways, I had my headphones in, and I couldn't have made it any more obvious that I didn't want to talk to you. And the you're like you're alive right now, right? I know <laughs> you lied right to her face when she knew you were lying. And that and that was pre crav days, so I couldn't have you know taken her down in several different ways. <laughs> Take it down. God forbid you had to fight a woman. <laughs> God forbid. Without, God without God. your training. <laughs> Right. God forbid I have to fight a woman pre-crowd. Without dropping a guy, I could not take out a girl half my size. This girl was like five foot, a hundred pounds. <laughs> Terrifying. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. I'm gonna. I hangover is my last one. I think. Um. I would say. Uh, ones where I have like the Hershey squirts. That's the worst. Where it's just like that lingering feeling in your stomach all day. And like, you kind of just feel like you always have to go to the bathroom. But when you go, it's just like basically just sharding like little strands of poop. Yep. And it's just like, it, yeah, it just, it's so depressing seeing it like the little strand in the <laughs> toilet. And then it just, it kind of epitomizes how you feel as a human for that day. So. And it's, and it's like a 10 second dump with a 10 minute wipe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was just gonna say that. Like the brown marker dump from a uh, parks yeah. and rec. I just keep wiping and wiping and wiping. It's like just a always brown. Just firing through rolls of paper towels. <laughs> okay. Um, real quick. While we're on that. The, I hate the t- toilet paper aisle. It's so confusing with all the different, like this many rolls equals this many rolls. I like got confused my way into buying the shittiest toilet paper the other day because I was like, all right, I just want 12 rolls of toilet paper so I know I can stock six in each bathroom. And I come with fucking Scott's. Oh, <laughs> you never go Scott's. You never uh, go Scott's. I'm so Dude, pissed. So at the beginning of COVID, when there was a paper uh, toilet paper shortage, I went and just grabbed the because I was actually running low. I wasn't stocking up or anything like that, but it was already to the point where it was pretty rare to find it in stores. I went and bought whatever they had available. And it was like a 24 pack. And it was basically prison toilet paper. Like, and so I had to, I had to fucking bleed through this for months because, oh, because it just what there wasn't any available in any stores or anything like that. And I bought this giant thing of toilet paper, which was fucking like you could see through it. Oh. Yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> Certain things are meant for life. I realize I'm going to recommend if you guys don't already, I would recommend dude wipes. They're amazing. They're for dudes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Dudes>. Thank you. <laughs> 
I'm just saying, like, you could change your whole routine up. Do they but... smell like musk and pine tar also? <laughs> they smell exactly like you, but pre-shit. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, like, okay. they totally mimic your scent. Ah. So I do right, smell Sean. like musk and pine tar. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Cigar smoke. It smells like cigars and vanilla. Oh. That's beautiful. Right? It's heaven. Um, what is my last worst person? Yep. Worst person? Shit. Um, the guy at the counter that will. <laughs> that keeps telling me nine and hands me bricks of bacon. Yeah, I mean, that guy's up there, but it turns like, out I'm in that situation. I'm singing a Ramstein song and slice my bacon. That's right. <laughs> Worst person is someone who goes to another country and doesn't speak that language. <laughs> yeah, so you. Self-reporting. You're a little he sus is, over there. He is I. <laughs> Die. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Uh, that was solid. I kind of I like that concept of doing like categories within the overall I like that draft. Too. Um, all right, we're going to wrap it up, though. Thanks to all of our condiments out there listening, watching. We love you guys. Happy to be back. Hopefully keep it more consistent moving forward. If you don't already, follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Bros Let's Talk. You can find our YouTube page as well. Just search Bros Let's Talk. We'll post all our new videos there as well. And our podcast can be found on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and pretty much anywhere else podcasts are listened to. And it lives at anchor.fm slash bros. Let's talk for Jimmy, Andy, and Sean. This is Later, dudes. Peace. Later. All right. Later on the menu. Goodbyes! <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> 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 <sighs>